Take two. Yeah. <laughs> All right, welcome to the State of Legacy Podcast. Season two, I'm Sydney, and with me here as always is... David. And Espy. Yeah, so this is episode one of season two. Uh, welcome everyone to the new year and a uh, new season for us. Yeah, gone is 2020, and thank God for 2021. I mean... Absolutely. Was 2020 that bad? <laughs> we got to spend more time in our homes and got to craft new hobbies, which I didn't want to do. Okay, like what new hobby did you craft? Nothing. <laughs> so you had the opportunity to do it. Yeah. You did not. I had all these big ideas of like spending all this time in home and I just sat there and watched Netflix and played Magic online. Yo, there were some good Netflix specials that came uh, out. Thank you, Netflix, for your 2020. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite Netflix special? Oh. I mean, Tiger King hit right when yeah. my dad was in, and then it's bled into other things. I think Tiger King was like the Jerry Springer one. It was like it was like trash, but like it's content that people consume. Yeah, you kind of stop yeah. watching. It was a train wreck. It was so good. So, oh, we also had, no, it was Mandalorian last year. No, I think Mandalorian might have been, been Mandalorian was insane. Well, I, season two for sure, because they just did season two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how, did you guys watch any of that? I oh, actually yes. haven't watched any. I, oh my yeah. god! Did you did you watch all of Mandalorian? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. so good, David! You gotta watch it. <laughs> I need that Disney Plus subscription. So I got it for free because I use Verizon. Mm-hmm. And it was Lucky. supposed to be for a year, and the year had it lapsed. But like, I still have it. Interesting. Nice. Shh, don't tell anybody. Don't maybe, maybe they're just billing me through my Verizon account. Yeah, and yeah. Verizon yeah. All of a sudden, it's like fifty dollars added right. to your phone bill. I'm like what? It's only supposed to be ten dollars a month. Yeah, not with Verizon. Verizon's stupid. Yeah. Um, and then I also just finished season three of Cobra Kai yesterday. Oh, yeah. That's another good show that came out this year. So. Yeah. You've been telling me about that. I, I've watched the first two seasons, so oh, I'm excited to you. dip it's into really the third. It's pretty good. Yeah, I stopped at season one. Um, <laughs> You're missing out. Yeah, no. Like, uh, I'm excited <laughs> for New Year. Not not much, like, realistically, not much has changed or not much will change, right? Just because it's New Year doesn't mean the problems of 2020 are gone, right? No, we're just hoping that there will be change. Any new personal stuff with you guys? Um, not really. I, boring. You guys are boring. I mean, for my house, I'm closing it slowly, putting stucco up. So, oh, like, your house is uh, we're definitely getting there. Habitable. Yeah, uh, we built like an additional little closet and bathroom upstairs. So I got a couple extra square feet. Um, mm-hmm. it's going along. Yeah, the only thing new for me was I had a toilet fiasco on Christmas. <laughs> the toilet's backed up, yeah. Had an uh, emergency call out to a local Arizona player, and he came out and was able to rotor it. And then the next day I was able to finish out the line. So Ooh. hopefully it's no more problems until we sell the house. Hell uh, yeah. This last month yeah. and a half has been relatively uneventful, uneventful for me, which I'm happy about. Right? We um, could use those months. Right. Um, I mean, did we talk about your busted up finger? Uh, oh, no. Oh, yeah. I didn't break my finger like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. So there's that. Uh, trying to get all in shape and stuff, go to the gym. Five minutes of being in the gym, I, I dropped a bar on my finger and broke it. So. Uh, Keith might be handing out lessons. I know, yeah. But uh, it's pretty healed up, and uh, I'm looking forward to getting back in the gym. Um, David and I actually went hiking today before the podcast. Yeah, we're going to... Make cut a pound or two. Make it, yeah, make it a thing. Make it a regular thing. Um, but yeah, like the weather's great here in Arizona. It's like 65 today when we're out hiking. Yeah. This afternoon. The trails are nice. Weather's beautiful. There's no reason not to get outside. So 
Yeah, and I wasn't able to go because I got my COVID vaccine yesterday. Ooh. And, like, have a little sore arm and a little fatigue from that. So, <clears throat> I might be a little low energy. You guys probably won't tell the difference on the audio. <laughs> oh, and then, what, two, three weeks ago, the three of us, we went to Mexico? Yeah, Mexico. Oh, that yeah. was a blast. That was a really good trip. Nice break from the norm. So, David was all like, hey, you guys, by the way, like my family has a condo in Mexico if you guys ever want to go down. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool, cool. They have, like, a baller-ass, like, a, it's a sick little, uh, little place, right? Like, I would be happy to live there. Yeah. Uh, right on the beach, we took my dog, uh, we went to the beach, we had a bunch of good food. Michonne loved it down uh, yeah, there. She was running around like had crazy. Had a blast, but no, it was a good time. Um, so, we still made to do some fun stuff. Which, we drafted Vintage Masters a whole bunch. Today. Oh, Commander Masters. Commander. Oh, Commander Masters. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was Commander Legends. Well, Commander Legends. Commander yeah, Commander Legends. Legends. Jesus. <laughs> so yeah, we drafted some Commander Legends and it was a blast. And I think we each won one match. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think there was a match where Cindy just like decked us. <laughs> and that was you decked yourselves. You guys never wanted a hand over Monarch. Well, yeah, you, you can't be the Monarch. <laughs> Everyone yeah. wanted, wanted to draw all those cards, and eventually you had nothing left in your library, and I defaulted one. We did not draft one cons. No, <laughs> you just wanted to draw cards. I like that my quarter calling did not survive one one rotation. No, uh, yeah, you guys blew that up instantly. You had to go, man. Your target, I think, is, is a killer. Um, and then I don't know if you guys have been playing much, but like I've actually been doing a lot of vintage cube draft on Moto, because it, one, it's a lot of fun. It's cool that you hop in Discord with some friends and like, Everyone share screens and you know watch everyone play, but also too because I can't even rent <laughs> card echoes anymore because it's almost a thousand tickets online Man. and my rental subscription is only for nine hundred and fifty tickets right like I thought I could rent anything apparently not but David's gonna load yeah. this Lotus pedals so I can uh, play yeah yeah I got you on the Lotus pedals okay so it's been a couple weeks since we last podcasted we were just uh, being a little in the lull for Christmas and New Year. Uh, so there's a lot of new things to talk about in Legacy. Uh, there's uh, like four challenges that we haven't like even looked at the results. Yeah, we, we actually just pulled up the tab and we're going to discover them with you guys at the same time. Um, so we want to like, pull up with Yeah, you. let's jump into the first challenge that we missed. Uh, this was on the 19th of December. And, oh yeah, I remember looking at this challenge because INF decided to take it down. Who's INF? Um, I don't know, but... Just, just the <laughs> deck they're playing, okay. The deck they're playing, yeah. Um, uh, so, top uh, top player, the winner, uh, he was playing Ant, and yeah, that's a deck you don't see too often anymore. We're down to like a 2% meta share. But, yeah, he fucking took down the challenge. Was it, like, 2018, 2019, where, like, Ant was just, like, the dominant combo deck? It definitely had its crown for a little bit, Mm -hmm. yeah. So, if we look at his list, is there anything that's very special that might have pushed him over to the top one? Uh, Let's go ahead and pull up his list really quick. Um, Oh, he's playing Aria Flame. Never mind. (laughs) He's not. No one plays that card. (laughs) So, yeah, it kind of looks like a pretty standard list. Double Wishclaw and uh, one Veil of Summer. So he's not playing in the main deck Flusterstorm, which I completely understand. Flusterstorm is a tough card to get rid of in your hand if you're trying to naturally Infernal Tutor. So, yeah, pretty standard list. Uh, I do like that the one Underground Sea, two Islands is becoming pretty standard. 
I'm seeing that more and more often. Why? Um, like, if, like, if Wasteland is not, like, that great because the Astral Apex, why is Basic more predominant? Sure, Wasteland is not as predominant, but you still have Rug Delver running around. And sure. being able to get out your Basics a little quicker, uh, it's, it's a good feeling. And guaranteeing they will stay. Exactly, exactly. Um, uh, looks like Ant is down to one Passing Flames, pretty stocked now. Uh, I like that he's running uh, one Forest in the sideboard, Snow Covered, of course. Is that for the Xanted Swarm? Uh, it's Xanted Swarm, your Abrupt Decays, your Veil of Summers, uh, you know, all the good stuff, because uh, you're kind of cutting back on your bounce spells. Uh, he only has two Echoing Truths and one Chain of Vapor. So you, in Death and Taxes and whatnot, you're probably bringing in the Abrupt Decays as well. Okay. So in that matchup, it would be a little difficult to go ahead and like decay something and you know you right away will lose your Bayou to the Wasteland they've been holding on to so it's true so let me ask you this like is Wishclaw like now part of the stock 60 the main board is, is Wishclaw like a main board state now for I've seen it in honestly probably like 90% of it that's... so it is it is it is kind of a staple now it, it does kind of seem like the double Wishclaw is a pretty good plus like you cast it on turn 2 if they main deck they probably don't have an answer to it so it's gonna stick around for a little bit and you cast it on turn two, are they going to force it, are they not? And then you can follow up with some hand hate. Sure. And yep. I think it is kind of like a forced target. Like, it's something that needs to be answered or destroyed. Exactly. Because it's basically, like, a demonic tutor. I mean, yeah, like, once it resolves, and, like, the, the turn you want to go off, you pay one, you get whatever you're going to get. Like, that's exactly. insane. And, like, you don't care about them having it because they're never going to have a chance to use it. So. Which I've seen a lot of AM players, like, you'll play the Wishclaw. And you kind of forget about it. And I've seen more often than not the one Veil, one Fluster. But the uh, INF decided not to run the Fluster. Sure. So Wishclaw can be done at instant speed on your own turn. Sure. So, oh, they countered something? At instant speed for two mana, you Veil a Summer. Oh, that makes sense. Um, yeah, um, and it's also kind of bait, right? Like, if you don't have anything going on and you just want to bait out a Force of Will, you can cast Wishclaw. Exactly. Um, I like it, though, because when I play Karn Echoes, Storm being more artifact-heavy, like, Karn shuts it down, right? Yeah, you yeah, always turn right. to cast it. Like it's So, like, I see the the, 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 the pluses, but also it being a more artifact-heavy deck hurts it, I think, right? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, no, Rog has no ride. Yeah. I think for... Our three-person meta over here. <laughs> That's probably why I don't want to run the Wish Claw yeah. because of you just running Karn all the time. So I myself am trying to deviate from that plan. Sure. It is funny how like the three of us are so different. Like you're Rug Delver, Blue Red Delver, mm -hmm. your Ant. Yeah. And then I'm either Dark Depths or Karn Echoes. Yeah. Yeah. You got combo, it's... combo, and then you got like Tempo Fair. Yeah. yeah. But his and yeah. I combo are just way different. Yeah. Too. Oh yeah. 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 Spell-based versus, like, permanent-based. And you haven't done it to me yet, but I bet if you play uh, Depths against me and I have a Wishclaw out, you might sack the Hex Mage just to get rid Removing of my counters, talis yeah. Talisman. Yeah. Counters off. 
Cool. So, pending needle in it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You run all of them. So we got second place being. So this is the last challenge. Yeah, rug delver still. Rug delver. The same. Looks like a pretty standard list. A whole beacher in the sideboard. Here's the one difference. Instead of playing Goyfs or uh, the monkey, they got three young peasies. That's I like that. We go so a little is, wider. This is rug. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is a rug deck. So there's okay. So it is rug strictly for the sake of Oko. <laughs> so it's blue red with Oko. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, Oko and Flashback Ancient Grudge yeah. out of the sideboard. I mean, it seems like the mana race is like super streamlined. Yeah, they're also down to just two traps. So like, unless you're casting Oko, you just care about Mountain Vault because there's no mountain. Oh wow. I would say maybe yeah, yeah one mountain because yeah. there's a mountain. So this is blue red splash Oko. Mm-hmm. I like that. They, ooh, I like the basics in this Rug Delver list. They went with two trops and an island and a mountain. Yeah, because you only need the trop when you draw your Oko. Yeah, yeah true. Very true. What I, I really love that Splash in the Green gives you uh, Clothis and a sideboard. I love Clothis. So that card is insane. Yeah, it's such a great card. So we did a cube draft this weekend. Uh, and I, I dropped Clothis. And granted, it was a cube draft. It was a cube thing. But, like, yeah. Clothis is so insane. I've never played the card because I don't rug tougher. But, yeah, like, I would cast it on turn three, turn four, whatever. Like, And I would just, like, the advantage of gaining life or using their lands or eating their graveyard shit. Like, Clothis is an insane card. And I understand why rug plays it now because it's just backbreaking. Yeah, he's never going to be active. Yeah. But Rarely. But yeah. you don't even care. No, he's just always going to have something to do on your turn. Yeah, Clothis is so good. I do like the one submerge. I guess that's why Rainbow Depths is becoming a little more popular. But you gotta have the one submerge just you in gotta case. Have that submerge. Yeah, Plus, like you can bounce game. like goifs when they fetch. You know. Yeah, true. It's a decent answer to things. Features. Then yeah, third place we got um, Rug Delver. <laughs> Or is this is that Snowco? It's Snowco. Or uh, it's called Rug Mid Range. Oh, like is it Pokey Pile? No, it's not. It's like a. Uh, it is like Pokey Pile because Pokey Pile is a Stifles. Ooh, so Stifles. It's like, a, it's like a slower version. Yeah, so I think this is Pokey Pile. Okay. Uh, fourth place, our boy Tony. Murata. Murata getting uh, in there with his 12th post. And I think he's pretty locked on this list. I don't think there's much in terms of changes that he's been making. He's still. Oh wait, is four mind four mind rate trap might be new. That might be new. I'm su- kind of surprised that he had it in here, especially in the tournament ant one. Um, good on you for the meta call there. So, one thing about Tony, I think Tony averages the top eight once a week now. He seems like it, yeah. But he, look, look at his sideboard. I would use, it's like sideboarding <laughs> for him has got to be so easy. Oh yeah. It's so of the fifteen cards. There's five unique cards of it. <laughs> it's Carpet, Mind Break, Force of Vigor, Surgical, and Tabernacle. That's it. Yeah, one uh, Tabernacle, two Surgicals, and the rest are four ofs. That's all you need, right? I like it. Uh, fifth place, we have Elves. Then we got Hogak, Naya Lands, and five colors, Snow Control. So Snowco. Snowco. Um, Nihilands, is that anything special? Well, wait, hold on, what is this? This is, uh, uh what is this? This is oh, Nihilands. Oh, bro, Skyclave Apparition. Ooh. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the a card is house. It's such a good card. You said you have a, you have a place at, right? No, I didn't, oh. Maybe you're thinking of another card that you bought a bunch of. Brainstorm. 
Right. Well, we know about that. <laughs> Sky, Skyclave is insane. Yeah, he does work. Yeah, I, I mean, I would only play him in, like, Blue White Delver. Um, and that's just, like, a fun time deck, right? Yeah, and it'd be, like, one or two. This is an interesting take on lands. We're playing Swords of Posture, Two Swords Main. Yeah, I think this is just... Is it just oh, so it's Dark Depths, Field of the Dead combo. Exploration, jeez. Oh, Valakut Exploration is so good, too. Yeah. Interesting. I like the two swords. Wait, is there... That's something you don't see out of lands every day. Yeah. Yeah, usually you don't see swords in it, but I like it. I think, like, Uro is just such a hard thing to, like, kill. You have to kill. Well, there's yeah. Caracas. I'm sure they have Bog, but yeah, yeah you're but right. You're getting right. all that life? Jeez. Yeah, the gaining life, getting an extra land, you just want that trash out of the deck. <laughs> Get that trash out of You want it exiled permanently. Get that trash out. Two Maze of its main. Ooh, they're playing a Triome. Look at the sideboard. Three Meddling Mage? What? Bro, Meddling Mage? Wow, what? Ooh. Yeah, it lands. Who are they make? So are they, are they strictly relying on the Mox Diamonds to make blue? Um, they have a Trop? No, they have a Trop. <laughs> yeah, their blue count is super low. They have one of the Triomes. Oh, so, okay, the Triome is the, it's the Jeskai Triome. Yeah, yeah. Which they could fetch. You can't fetch it. I did not. This is interesting. Yeah, even with the Mox Diamonds, like, how do you get blue with the Mox Diamond with their right? I mean, I guess you Elvish Reclaimer for One Trop and one Triumph. Elvish Reclaimer for it. That's interesting. Interesting. But I mean, it always struggled. Like, Lance is notorious. Like, historically struggled against combo, right? So, Mm -hmm. I mean, can shut down combo decks. Yeah, and the Meddling Mage, you can easily name Tendrils and force them on the Empty Plan. And you have the tabernacle for the empty plane. Dang. I like that. Uh, Snowco. Seems like a meta deck, that the one we just last looked at. Yeah. Seems very, very meta specific, right? Like. Hey, he figured out the meta and earned himself place. the seventh place. Grasping Doom. Oh, that's the answer to Dreadhorde. Put a, oh, yeah, so you can <laughs> flash back. It's the answer Ooh, to Dreadhorde. Yeah. Oh, uh, ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, you can't even attack with it because. Well, you can attack with well, it. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter because really there's no zero drops you're flashing back. Not bad. In, even a Skyclave in the lands deck on the sideboard, a third one. Yeah, that's a really good card. Nice. And Snowco being Snowco. I, I mean, the cling to dust is so crazy in Snowco. Well, it's, it's, it's so good. It just hits Uros, it hits. Some of the other graveyard shit <coughs> you don't want to see, you know. And it's instant speed, so... Oh, yeah. It's yeah. mainboard hitting its reanimator against Hogak. Yeah. Take, and then it's recursive, right? So you can keep doing it, which is so good. You can Ooh. gain life with it. You can just draw cards with it. Not bad at all. So, yeah, that was the 19th. Uh, we had uh, Tony top eight that one. Let's see how many he does. Um. <laughs> so the count is one. <laughs> oh, this one, we have another AC local here. Yeah, so this was on the 20th, the very next day. Uh, the winner of which was Rug Delver. Oh my god. Of course. Uh, Rug Delver. Uh, so this is a different take. It has the Tarmogoyce and Hooties. So more traditional Delver? A little more traditional. Uh, four Goyfs and two Hooties. I feel like they're doing it wrong by only having two Dreadhordes. I feel like Dreadhorde is just a four of. Maybe. Like, uh, but like if you have the two Hootie Mandrills, it's going to like remove a lot of the... 
graveyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think Dread Horde is just like the best creature in this deck. Right. I think that like there's so much hate against Dread Horde, especially when you saw Lance, that you know might as well just close out the game with sure. like a, a big body with the the monkey or the Tom yeah. Boy. I think mean, yeah. I think this deck is definitely trying to close out the game faster with four goyf two mandrels. Yeah, I, I like that. And obviously, a turn one Delver is a very fast clock in itself. I haven't seen Wit before. I like the cycle. Wilt. Wilt. Oh yeah, Wilt is good. Yeah, that's pretty nice. Uh, second place we have uh, Chandler. Chandler. Chan- you are Chandler Delver. So this may not be accurate. This may not be correct. But people are telling me that this creature is like transformed Jund in modern. And Jund has just dropped green to play this guy. So Jund is just like Rakdos now. And they play this guy. I mean, it's all threats. You have Delver. I mean, it's, a, it's a red Tarmogoyf. It's a 4 4, basically. Well, because this is like a faster, like, blue red build. You've got, like, the old throwback to Swiss Spears to try to go aggro. Bunch of instants, one drops. Trim. And then, like, 14 lightnings. You're just trying to burn and, like, hopefully get the Chandler up to be, what is it, a 4? It becomes a 4 4. A 4 4, yeah. It's great. Yeah. Not bad. All right. Okay, but also like, also with how low to the ground this deck is, you can activate it and then cast one of the other creatures because like the 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 demand on mana is very low here. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. can activate it, you know, cast a Delver, activate it, cast a you know a Swift Spear. And this deck like is like true, just burn. There is no wastelands. It is just like I need to play spells. And oh I'm yeah. Go crazy with spells. I'm not gonna tempo you out. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good catch there. Yeah, the yeah, four chain lightning, four lightning bolt. It has brazen borrow to bounce something it can't handle mm-hmm. before, it, so it can have like a turn or two to kill you. Not bad, not bad, and true name to get through some hate. It's interesting. Uh, Janky B getting a third place. Uh, looks like a rug delver list. It has uh, the four arcanists that you were talking about as before. Four arcanists. Well, if you know anything about Jake, Jake is a fan of the playset. Yeah, he's always like. If he's going to play Plague Engineer, he's playing four. If he's going to play Dragonlock, he's playing four. He has a very specific plan, and he wants to execute that plan. Uh, he, hey, he got third place, another Arizona local. Congratulations. Um, Pretty straightforward list, though, outside of that. Yeah. He has Rough and Tumble in the side, which I've not seen in a little while. And, like, two of. Jesus. Yeah, two so, of. like, what, what, like, low to the ground, like, is, or, like, is he, like, expecting death and taxes? Or, like, one, I wonder what that was for. Like, I mean, death and taxes, what other decks would that be good against right now? Little elves. And then I yeah, uh, yeah, very yeah, good. Yeah, elves is definitely putting up numbers. Ron Delver does not do well against elves. No. True. And on top of that, you have, uh, if you're going against, like, Storm, and they go with Empty... You gotta get rid of all those dumb blockers or attackers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not bad. Uh, fourth place, we got. Shalomas? Shalomas? <laughs> Shalomas. 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 It's Reanimator. Reanimator. It's ma- it made it what? I thought Reanimator was dead. Right, this deck has not put up results in a little while. Yeah. Even with the main deck, uh, that one card that we saw in Snowco with the main deck Graveyard Heat. Yeah. That's pretty nice. It made it up there, and it looks like it's kind of um, as the children of Coralis, so and oh, yeah. the tendrils. That's like the new tech to kill you the turn and start reanimating. I like it. I like it a lot. I think it's like Eric Landon tech, who has been like a ghost on Moto. I think right. Like, I not, that guy used to be like a trophy leader forever. E W Landon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I've not seen him. I've not seen him in a while. But yeah, I think this is tech. Like he. 
incorporated the with the children tendrils so that you reanimate goes up and draw a bunch of cards, get children, and he just tendrils them with all the dark ritual mana. Yeah. I like it. Uh, fifth place going to cook. Uh, on tests. Um, looking at the list. It's his standard test list. Um, yeah, nothing too special, but hey, test still puts up results. Congrats to Cook. Um, we got Reed Rabbit. This is uh, Reed Duke. Reed getting a sixth place with elves. Going back to elves, I like it. You got the progenesis in the sideboard. I heard that's starting to come back. Just a good answer for a lot of things. Uh, seventh place, we got uh, another UR Delver. Yeah. Little different take on it. You got the Sprite Dragon. Yeah, I, I really like Sprite Dragon and Blue Red Delver because if it gets elk, it still keeps the counter, so it can hopefully so you're able to like pop off one or two spells to be able to like kill their elks when you're attacking. Okay. Plus, like if you have three mana, you can like cast it, bolt an Elko, and then kill Elko with it in the same turn, right? Like if it like because he, he starts at four, he takes up to so if he if he elks something, he's at five, right? So mm -hmm. he's. A pretty good, like, gotcha. Yeah. A very good answer. Anything keeping keep the counters is good, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, again, flying haste is, is always something that you you want in, like, a, a fast aggro deck. Yeah. That's right on curve, too. Oko being three mana. Bolt plus the dragon being three mana. Yeah. I like I mean, that. Ideally, you would like to play the Pyroclast. Pyroblast on Oko. They're playing so, one in the main. Yeah, yeah just buy Pyroblast him. <laughs> Ideally, but you have <coughs> your four dragons and your one pyroblast. You're playing me more so, pyroblast here, right? Mm -hmm. Just one? Just one because Rog is such a big like threat. Sure. And then like again, Oko is seeing so much play that why not? Yeah. It was yeah. like the, one of the prim primary like, colors played in Legacy. Yeah. And then worst <laughs> getting eighth place. Hey, that's not the worst place. but <laughs> Yeah, and then running Snowco doesn't yeah. look... Wait, did you just make a joke? I did try to make a joke there. Not the worst. <laughs> Not the worst place. <laughs> but hey, he got eighth. Yeah, and coming in with Snowco. Um, this list does not have that bla black graveyard hate Clink list. But it has the Dread of Winners. So let me ask you guys Dead this. of Winners. How much longer do you think we're going to continue to see Oko dominate? Yeah. <sighs> Until it gets banned. Well, like, okay, so I get that, but like, okay, so like, let me add a, a little additional context to it. How quick did it take them to ban Ren and Six? That was instant. It was very fast. And right. I think Oko is worse than Ren and Six. Yeah. Yeah, though I think Ren and Six almost put Rug Delver like way over the top while Oko fits in more decks. That's why it's not banned instantly. I don't know. Like it would be interesting. Like it would be interesting to see what like the the meta share was of Rug Dover with Ren and Six compared to Oko. But like, look yeah. at like Ren and Six was not like Rug Dover with Ren and Six wasn't like doing that insane. Like true. So I think it was the one GP before Ren and Six got banned was the one Cyrus won with Storm. Yeah. But like there was like one Rug Dover deck in the top eight. True. True. I think like they banned it because it it broke that axiom of like making magic unfun by just constantly getting wastelanded. Yeah, what, is, what, is, what does Oko do? I feel like Oko makes magic unfun. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure, if you're like doing a creature-based like attack, but like you create a food, you wait a turn, make an attacker, 
The combo decks don't really care about Oko unless like they're, the person's like gaining a ton of life. While Ren Six, sure, the combo decks didn't care about Oko, but it put their plan even ahead. Like, you get the mana ramp from Ren and Six a little bit, so you still had to worry about Ren and Six in the. But you just recycle your fetch lands, like so. Like best case scenario, you recycle your f- wastelands, right? Yeah. Worst case scenario, you recycle your fetches. Yeah, it fixes your mana base. It's insane. You always like always have a land in hand. So yeah. Okay. Do, do, so do you think Renin Six is more powerful than Oko? No, but I can see why they banned Renin Six more than like Oko. It was a very much more linear strategy. In a way. But even like Sydney just said, like more decks, like so not more decks, but like what, two decks, right? We have Snoko and we have Rugdover, mm-hmm. which play Oko. So Oko is in the top two decks, right? Yeah. Whereas Ren was only playable in one deck. Yeah. But if you say that, then you could say like Brainstorm is in the top. But, well, that's like the age old debate, right? Yeah, like, right. I, I, but Brainstorm is what defines Legacy. Sure, sure. I, I But I just feel that with Oko, it's going to take. I don't know. I wish it would get banned. It'd be nice, but like, <laughs> I don't think it's 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 one of those things that make the game so unfun. Like being like strip mined out of a game of like legacy is not fun. It does suck. Yes, it does suck. And I guess like Oko, you can kind of adjust to it. Like, I yeah, it's still a high number. But looking at these last two challenges we talked about, we have one, two, three, four. Five. We have five top eight decks without Oko, and then yeah, and but then five in the top nine is Oko. Yeah, and then in the previous uh, thing we talked about, we have three of five, three of the top eight, four, one, two, three. So only three instances of Oko sure. in the top eight. So. It's more beatable in a way. I guess, yeah, Ren wasn't in the top eight too often either, but... I I agree with that. Like, there's more Okos in top eights than there was Rens in the top eights, but it's it's about, like, the game being, like, if they can get... If your deck in Legacy was just all duels or non-basics, and this was before they had Astrolabe, right? Or was Astrolabe still around? Astrolabe came out in Eldraine, right? It totally Astrolabe came, came out with, with Oko. Oko. Yeah, yeah. So Ren was before that. So yeah, like, Ren was Modern Horizons. So yeah, the whole idea is that before they created this mana fixing, people just had their non basics in their deck. So imagine sleeping up Legacy, and then all of a sudden wow. turn two, they have Ren and six, and then they just start blowing up all your non basics. So so much for so if okay, so let's say this like let's say they didn't they didn't ban Ren and six, and then let's just assume they didn't print this, but they printed Astrolabe. Astrolabe would make Ren and six. Much less of a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do Interesting, see that. right? Yeah. Isn't yeah. that crazy? Yeah, I definitely see that. But Astrolabe supercharges Oko. Definitely, yeah. Because you just have a little army of snow elks. <laughs> true, true. And then it just coincidentally pairs perfect with Dead of Winter. <laughs> Perfectly. So, okay. Do you guys yeah. think that we're gonna see Oko? At the, so this time next year, you know, going to twenty twenty two. Do you think Oko's going to be legacy playable? Or legacy legal? I don't want it to be, but I do think it's still be legacy. I don't think it will. You don't think so? I don't think... I think it'll be a ban this year. Do you... Maybe there'll just be more cards to deal with Planeswalkers? Maybe, maybe. But we're also going back into a snow place, right? 
With Cal- Calvin or whatever, Calvine. I wish yeah. I could play my normal basics. Right? The yeah. beta basics are collecting dust. Yeah, they are. Or those alpha basics in your case. Oh, you know. You know. So, I mean, I hope it gets banned. We'll see. Yeah. So, like, I mean, and again, Ren 6 went very quickly. But, like, as a lands, like, so, like, when I used to play Depths a lot, like, both cards fuck Dark Depths. Because, right, you up the depths, you gain life, you get over 21, so you don't get one shot. And then red six, because Wicks in. Mm-hmm. I hate Oko more. <laughs> You'd Oko rather deal so with the repeating wasteland? Absolutely. Because yeah, you're just hoping to get it. Yeah, because like, your four needles. Yeah, because, like, like, look, at you always have to deal with wasteland. But if I had Pithing Needle, Wasteland with red and six, I'm fine. I don't care what Ren's bringing back. But what but if, if both were in the format? Then one probably wouldn't get played. Or would it be like rug planeswalkers? Yeah, okay. I think it would be yeah. rug planeswalkers. So and that like, oh deck my, would be unbeatable. Oh my god, I would Unbeatable. We should build it. We should, we should like <laughs> build it just to try it. Just to play test. Because it'd probably be like some split. Two and two or two and three or like something, right? Like Yeah. And you might cut your weakest creature. And it'd be like Dreadhorns, Delvers. And planeswalkers. that. Yeah, I wouldn't play a Goyf, so I wouldn't play... And then play burn? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, that would be brutal. Yeah, because if you get the like, ultimate Ren, you just bolt, 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 bolt forever. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god, Ulting yeah. Ren. Oko oh, just buys you that. time to ult Ren, and then you, mm-hmm. just recycle, you just recycle all your... Oh my god. Yeah, I don't, yeah. That's a world I don't want to live in. Yeah, but. no. I'm glad we're not in that world. That would have been brutal. Wow. Brutal. Um, alright. That was the top eight, right? For That, that was the top eight for that one. I'm just checking. Uh, no, Tony was not in the top. Alright, alright. So. He, he made an appearance the next day. I, I bet he, he did. did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he yeah, did. He top yes, eight. He, wow. Alright, so moving on to our next challenge. We have uh, December 26th. Um, that's the day I went skiing. Um, so we have uh, <laughs> Rug Delver taking it down once again. <laughs> But uh, this time the top eight's a little different. We it's got a lot more Oko decks. No, you get it. There's Burn in second. Yeah. Oko, Oko, Oko. Oh, well, so it's, it's, four, it's four of eight. eight. Is number like the fourth is called Rug. Crack. I think that's five of eight. It plays Kark. No, because one's you are Dover. Yeah. Oh, Unless okay. that's one that's just splashing Oko. I kind of want to see if there's any Oko in the Crack deck. If it's Rug, it's got to. Where's the Crack? It's thing? second. It's a third. It's fourth. Sorry. Fourth. Rug Of course there's Oko in and there. Yeah. You can't not have. Oko, Narset, Hierarch. Yeah, and uh, uh, like, do Oko turn two. Yeah. Oh, no, no. You use Hierarch for Of One Mind. Of One Mind. Because it's the one if you control an elemental yeah, and a creature. You just do that with Young Peasy. There's three Young Peasies. Sure, but you still need a human. A Young Pyromancer is a human. A, oh, okay, he is, he is. And then you just cast one spell, and now you can do one of mind. So you pay one blue, draw two cards. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's brutal. That is brutal. How many cracks? Three. Three. Just three of them. So yeah, like you could just of one mind for one blue and maybe double it and draw four cards for one blue. Oh, jeez. Brutal. I do like that Burn took second place. Just in this whole Oko meta, nah, Burn still has yeah. a spot. Huge kudos to Pablo Hot Dog <laughs> for registering <laughs> Burn in the meta where everything gains you three life. Hey, you got that Rolling Vortex? Uh, it's the new uh, Sulfuric Vortex. Oh, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, so you can kind of deal with the Oko. It's still difficult. 
But hey, he he put Burn in second place. Congrats. Um, so with uh, third place is Blue Red Delver. A little yeah. more aggro with uh, True Names and Spike Dragons. And then the Krog deck. And the Krog deck. Fifth place went to Snowco. Mm. Nothing too crazy here. You got the Cleanse to Dust this time. Then we got sixth place goes to Another, a whole Breacher deck. It's a Rug deck. Rug deck. Because it's got three. It's Snowco. Yeah, yeah it's, it's got the Earls. Our Astrolabes, jeez. Stifle in there, too. Let me ask you this. So, like, can Uro only be played in, in Snoko, or do you think, can Uro be played in Rug decks? I don't think, I think... So, if they banned Oko, Uro would replace Oko in the Snow decks to get them into the late game with life gaining card. No, I'm saying in Rug. Can you play Uro in Rug? You could, but you don't need to because you have Oko. But you want more. I want more. Well, no, also Rug has Dreadhorde, so that is counterintuitive. Yeah, you're cutting some of your aggression uh, for... This has Dreadhorde, though. But it doesn't have <laughs> Delver. As the, it cuts the Delver for Uros. Uh, um, I really want to be able to like build a Rug list that has Uros. Maybe two of them. But I think the better Rug list is just Snowco for Uro. Because sure. Uro just wants to grind, or like the Snow Codex just want to grind, whereas Rug wants to close out quick. So like, I don't think Rug mm-hmm. Dover cares about gaining three life and drawing carding and landing up on turn three, because everything in their deck costs two, three tops. Yeah, they want to race and kill you. Snow Code is only a deck because Rug Dover's the best. Okay, I I, I would just there was just a mental like yeah. exercise because like it would be nice to be able to like have Uro with bro. Don't let your dreams be dreams. <laughs> Brew it, bro. Don't let your dreams be dreams. Brew it, bro. <laughs> I just don't know, like, the, the number. Because, like, I just didn't know if the mana base was not as strong. Because, like, you have to have double green, double blue, right? Yeah, yeah. see, that also makes it hard. That's why you need the astrolabes. Yeah, because that, yeah. it's very difficult to be able to bring him back. But, yeah, you're then cutting your aggro creatures because you don't want to cut any of your control suite for this. Yeah, I just don't think Uro slots in very well with Rugged Over. Even though it's like in the colors. <laughs> but Rugged Over just wants to kill you quickly. They I could see... Ne- they're, they don't need to gain life because they kill you before they need to gain life. I could see like Rug Control. Okay. Or like the Pokey Palace might play it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... but you need to cut some of your control for it. Alright, uh, seventh place. So, we oh, got... Seven. Oh, wait. Eldrazi Menace. Eldrazi Post, right? Yeah. Yeah. Eldrazi yeah. oh, Post. Nice. So two Post decks made top eight here. I like uh, it. Sounds like we need to bang Cloud Post. And here's our boy Tony going at it again. Looks like he's on the same list. Yeah. For Mind Break. I like that. Um, yeah. Good job, Tony. So he made another top eight. He's still averaging one a week. Got yeah. to. And then, yeah, on the 27th, we have another one. So, looking at this trend, maybe he just plays the Saturday events and just takes Sunday off because it's such a big grind. I think he plays both. Dang. Okay. Wow. Oh, these are the spicy decks. Yeah, those are the spicy ones. Uh, By the way, whoever does this on Reddit, that they break down the challenges and the 5-0 leagues by... uh, just the full list and the semi spice, full spice. Thank you. You are a god. But yeah, so uh, 
First place, we got uh, Snow Miracles, and he folds for food. Um, that's funny, because he's playing Elko, so he has a lot of food. He folds for food. Um, <laughs> so is this just like a Snowco deck with... There's a Shark Typhoon. Oh, Shark Typhoon. So it's kind of like a hybrid Miracles deck. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Uh, he got the Terminus in there. So you know what's crazy? Like I've not seen any elves in the top eight. Yeah, we did. We saw no, it of, was uh, okay. It was in one of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Reed Duke. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Reed got six. Okay, never mind, never mind, never mind. Yeah. So um, we got this Snow Miracles list. Uh, I would like to respond. Got second with Doomsday. Doomsday making another appearance. Um, the list is heavy on predict. Uh, I've seen a lot of Doomsday players go ahead and cut the predict for uh, Ideas Unbound. But predict, I think, helps you kind of just... It's a card that you can cast pre-Doomsday and it doesn't hinder you at all. Because sure. Ideas Unbound is like card disadvantage. But at the same time, like if you stack your six-card pile incorrectly, Ideas doesn't punish you, whereas predict does. True, true, but like, I'm just fucking around. But yeah, like, there's so many who ways hasn't you can stack yeah. a ponder or a deep sea pile wrong, right? Oh yeah, exactly. That's part of the learning curve. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Arizona local has been playing uh, Doomsday a little bit more. Uh, Damon has been got a couple five O's with it. So congrats to you. Uh, I look up to that. I'm gonna give it a try once we get back into paper. I like the sideboard plan. You got the Dreadhorde Arcanists. You got a couple creatures. You can go a little heavier on the control. Grind a little bit. Yeah. Uh, third place, we got... Rug Delver. Rug Delver. I feel like it's Groundhog's Day with this Rug Delver shit. <laughs> Fourth place. Ooh. Sneak and Show. Sneak and Show. Sneak and Show. Uh, doing well. Um... No Veil of Summers. No, this is just blue-red. Yeah, just blue-red with Simeon Spirit Guide to power it out a little quicker with Lotus Petals. Nice. Uh, fifth place, we got... Snowco. Snowco. <laughs> Sixth place, we got... Rug Delver. Rug right Delver. <laughs> and then seventh place, Rug we Del got... Snowco. Snowco. And eighth place. Uh, it's like a bug... It's a... It's Maverick, isn't it? With blue. Four-color loam. Is there loam in it? Yeah, it's a green sun zenith So it's, oh, there's 80 cards, so it's your on deck. Oh, it's a your, four color your deck. Yeah. But it does include four Oko. <laughs> I yeah. mean, you yeah. got to. Yeah, and four Uro. If you're going to play 80 cards, eight of the cards, 10% of the cards are going to be Oko and Uro. Yeah, you have to. You just kind of have to. And to fix your mana, I think they do Utopia Sprawl. Yep. Four. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Yorion bounces them and draws you more cards. <laughs> Ooh, I like the third force of negation. By like, I mean I extremely dislike. <laughs> but <laughs> you hate it. You I hate guess it. if it's an 80 card deck. Oh, they also have Astrolabe for Manifest. Yeah, because yeah. Yorion just bounces those two and draws you more cards. Yeah. yeah. All the cards. It's Damn. crazy to see at least one of the companions made it through. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which I actually saw not too long ago. I forgot where I saw it, but do you think Lazarus could come back into the format? Lurus? Yeah, Lurus or whatever. I like Lazarus better. <laughs> I don't fucking know. 
Uh, Luris, uh, do you think he could come back into format with the new uh, companion the new rule? rule? Yeah. Maybe? I think it's not that hard to just pay it's, three yeah. to get him Because, like, there's turns where you don't do anything. So to be able to just pay three, put him in your... Like, he's a mana seat still to put him yeah. in. And then yeah. once he's in your hand, you cast him, but, like... I think he might be okay, but I think Wizards just doesn't want to abandon because they don't want to have to deal with it again if it does if it is not okay. If it's not, yeah, I, yeah, I see that. Because like when he was legal, do you guys remember how miserable Magic was? I, I don't know how yeah. you guys played. Before. We didn't. We not play online when that. Oh, happened. I played Mono and it was fucking terrible. I played for a second because you know it was an ant, so I had to give it a try. Yeah, unless you played. Well, there was D and T Luris. Like everyone was playing Luris because it was a free card. Yeah, and he just recurred all your shit. Yeah, he seemed like a very powerful card. It was insane. Yeah, I definitely see that. Um, and then just for some spice, for some extra talk, we have uh, it's the five O lists out of uh, December twenty sixth. Uh, one thing I always scroll through, Ant did make an appearance, <laughs> but uh, oops, all spells made an appearance. Uh, some spiciness. We got like uh, Grixis Phoenix list, Goblin Stompy, uh, Shark Still with Hole Reacher. Can I, I really like Shark Typhoon? It's it's a cool card. I want to see this mono blue Delver list. Oh, it's a Stifle Knot deck. Okay. Oh God, I really want to see it even more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's pull that up really quick. Is it any good? For, no, well, dude, if it's red and red dot, it's not good. Vision charm stifles it, phases it out. So you yeah. Know. And then scroll is scroll the one that manifests it, so you just flip it. Yeah. So this is similar to the strategy that Brian Kidsman was playing at Masters a few like last year. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But I don't think it was mono blue. But hey, it earned itself a five zero. So like. Is it worth it to try and cheat out a free 12-12 Dreadnought when you can just play Rock Delver? So, is Dreadnought Trample? No. Oh, uh, Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, it is. But he also dies to Fatal Push, Abrupt Decay. Uh, that's why you run uh, Divert. Obviously, <laughs> you run Divert. <laughs> that changes the target. <laughs> that's so stupid. <laughs> it changes the target unless you pay two for one blue. <laughs> so you just Divert it onto their Delver. Or their Dreadnought. <laughs> or their Dreadnought, or whatever. So, this, I mean, I bet you that, okay, so here's the deal, like, <laughs> I bet you this guy's 5-0 felt so much better than every other Rug Delver's player's 5-0. Oh, yeah. oh, definitely. I bet you got this 5-0, it actually felt accomplished. <laughs> I mean, people 100%. were like, what is this deck doing? They're waiting for the second, like, color or third color, and it's like... It's just all islands. It's all and there's wasteland. Yeah, they're holding up their wastelands to hit. You're like, oh, island, island, island. I like it, and yeah, if you see turn one island Delver, you're probably thinking it's rug. Yeah, I mean that's still a solid strategy to itself, but then it has turn two dreadnought stifle. <laughs> Here's a twelve twelve. Good luck. Right. Yeah, I think I would hold it one turn so I could divert and daze your answer to the dreadnought. But so good, divert, <laughs> divert. <laughs> I did play that as a one of when I was trying like a uh, blue black control and diverting any spell is just hella fun. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool, man. Like, but yeah, again, like those five O's got to be so much more satisfying so, than the so. Is divert like a, a one mana misdirection? Yeah. So yeah, like all right, you're gonna force well. All right, divert it to my. Uh, to my divert. Yeah, counter my divert. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like ricochet trap or whatever. Yeah, it's this. Yeah, it's this. Yeah. Or it's, it's like divert. Yeah, yeah it's like <laughs> divert. 
No, no. Um, I want to play this list yeah. so bad. So here's the thing. Like, this is why Legacy is the best, right? Like, I bet you if you look at standard shit, which I would never do, all the lists are streamlined, super powerful, but you got these people play Divert, <laughs> You get, like, I love the innovation and the, the fact that people just, like, play fun stuff. Exactly. <laughs> curse Prison. Oh, that's the Mono Black deck, yeah. probably. All right, I'm peeking Mono Black Curses. Opposition Angel, or Agent... Opposition Agent, Karn. What is Soul Shatter? Yeah, I have no idea. Soul Shatter. Is it a card card? Each opponent sacks a creature or planeswalker with the highest converted mana cost among these creatures or planeswalkers they control. It's not bad. Uh, it's a answer because like a Helm deck. <laughs> yeah. The with ley lines, four ley lines, man, Jesus. I guess like with the snow code decks and whatnot, Oko or Uro, which both are very problematic are your highest converted mana cost so yeah but them sacking Uro isn't that big of a deal but yeah I, I do like in the sideboard they have a purple and they run eliminates I like that eliminates great I like that cool can we go back to the, the, the list to see the spice real quick there's one that popped up to me uh brushfire midrange what is that ooh brushfire elemental <laughs> So he's a 1 1 haste. He can't be blocked by uh, creatures power 2 or less. And landfall, oh. he gets plus 2 <laughs> plus 2 until end of turn. So it's like a step links deck kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have like, I don't know. They don't, you, got the re- crazy. you got the reclaimer, so you can like reclaim fetch into lands. a fetch land and then. Give it 4 4. And it's got 26 lands. Who's give Cloth, Clothis main. Yeah, crop rotation. So you can technically give it six six, right? Mm-hmm. You rec- you play a fetch, fetch, crop rotated away. <laughs> and you like this? Like it's got it's playing bobs. Yeah, you can make this thing huge. Yeah, it's cool. I like it. That's cool. And we spare up the excavator to keep recurring land. So I would build this, but it has a tabernacle, which I would never like chalk up and pay for one. Yeah, yes, yeah, so, yeah. No one, no one would. Really. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, that's stopping me from building decks. Yeah. I mean, we can always just ask Tony. I know he probably has a place that, and he's currently only running one. one. Even though he should be running two. There's not one in the main. There no, be. there isn't one in there the main. There were some games that I've watched, more, uh, one in main would have been so good. I've definitely, He definitely at least owns two, for sure. He owns at least two, yeah. Yeah. Cool, what else we got? Cool, cool. Yeah, that was that was the, all the magic that has happened Ooh, in the last so couple much of weeks. Over. To, to, finish, to finish out 2020. So I wonder what 2021 is going to bring with these new sets coming out. So we have Kaldim. We have uh, we have the the Twilight set. Uh, Wolves and vampires. D and D core set. I, I, I will have to say, though, that I'm a little disappointed with the spoilers with the uh, Kaldine. Well, they've only spoiled, like, what, 15 cards? I have not seen a Viking at all. They're like berserkers, right? Yeah. I want or, like, dwarves. Yeah, I want it to be called a Viking. That yeah. would be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah cool. I thought... And it's also weird how there's, like, Phyrexians. Yeah, there's a Phyrexian one. I was like, why is this... Why are there Phyrexians in the dwarf land? Yeah, I don't mind dwarves, but I just, like, please, like, name one thing a Viking. Make it a Viking, yeah. That would I totally cool. thought there'd be Vikings too. Yeah. So oh, we'll see. Yeah. So, um, David, I think you want to talk about MTGO prices. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So um, 
For me, I honestly kind of just... He looks loose. He's going to fall off. So I, uh, I honestly bought my own deck on Moto because I just play the same deck over and over. But uh, there's been a pretty big uptick in just kind of magic cards in general. Um, and I myself kind of posed the question to the group of like, with Hole, Breaching, Hole Breacher being so much... How much are the other cards? Like, what's the price to get into Legacy on Moto? And for the fun of it, we pulled up a list of the most expensive cards. Yeah, I think what prompted this was, like, the other day I was, like, logged into Amanda Traders to rent at Card Echo. So I was like, wait, what? I can't rent it? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's a thousand tickets? So you have a pretty good subscription. You can rent... I have the gold tier, so it's like 955 tickets. So like Dang. in the year that I've had the subscription, I've been able to... I've never... So there was a there was a brief period where I could not rent some Snoko builds because the Snoko builds were just running like every expensive-ass card, right? Yeah. Uh, but other than that, like... And I've been playing Carnecos a shit ton online. And then like last Wednesday or whatever, I was like, oh, I'm going to play a Legacy League. And I Denied. could not rent the deck. Denied. <laughs> nope. I have to buy a moto card? Oh. Yeah, that's kind of insane. So, uh, I'll quickly just run down like the top 10 real quick. But uh, Force of Negation sitting at 93. Uro's 85. Hole Breacher's at 80. Um, Shepard. Shepard is at 55. We got Karn at 45. I feel like Karn had to have spiked because that card came out like what two years ago. Well, here's the question: How much is Karn in papers? Like five, like five, bucks. six bucks. Yeah, yeah, that's insane to me. Damn. Uh, but yeah, like Karn is okay. Keep going. Uh, Carpet of Flowers. That's the card I actually want to pick up for my Moto collection. It's sitting at forty four dollars. Uh, Tabernacle. I remember trading them away for like a buck or two on Moto. It's at forty three. Opposition Agent, 37. Force of Will, 36. And then that's it. And, yeah, then it kind of drops Teferi's down to, like, uh, Force of Will, 36. And Teferi at 30. That rounds up the top 10. And, yeah, that's the top 10. And then everything is under 30 bucks. So, yeah, it kind of looks like the new cards are getting a lot of love on Moto. A lot of distribution as well. Like, there's not a lot of... So there's not... At this time, there's not a lot of those cards in circulation. Yeah. Is yeah. what I mean, right? Okay. So that is part of the problem. But yeah, like, Jesus Christ. Like, Force of Negation is the most expensive card at $93 tickets. Yeah, yeah. And the card's been out for over a year now. Yeah. A year and a half, right? Yeah. It's been out for quite some Two time. Two years? A year and a half. A year and a half, probably. Well, you yeah. were talking about it earlier, like... You got priced out because you can't afford the Lotus Petals anymore and they're 20 bucks a pop. Lotus Petals are 20 bucks a pop, but it's really the $80 Hole Breachers. <laughs> okay, yeah. I play three of those, but I also play four cards, and that's the fifth most expensive card on this list. Yeah, 40 And then I have four Forcibles in the sideboard. So yeah, like 11 of the cards in my deck are on this top 10 list. Yeah, they're... they're as play sets, it's like you're looking at like close to 600 bucks. Yeah, it's insane. And then like... Tabernacle's interesting. I wonder why that went up. Maybe that's Tony's influence. Definitely. It's 100% Tony. <laughs> and then Carpet because Rug Delver, so everyone's played four of Carpets. Yeah. 
Karn is an interesting one. The rest are just all new cards, but I think maybe Karn has gone up because of Karn Echoes. I don't know. It has to be. There's no, like, I don't foresee other Maybe people spec on it when it was because it was a cheap card that you had to play in the deck. Mm. But then, like, why is an Echo of Aeons, like, super expensive, you know? But that's. Uh, I mean, mean Narset is pennies. <laughs> I bet, yeah. Compared to Whole Breacher? No, no Narset is literally pennies. Oh, wow. Wow. I mean, you could try to see what Echo is if you try to like scroll down and find it. Maybe it's not going to be in top at all. I think you just search at the top and it'll like let you. Echo's sitting ten. at ten bucks. Yeah. Six. That's not that bad. That's not bad at all. So yeah, I don't know. These MTG presses are crazy, and like it makes sense. This is the only way to play Magic, right? So yeah. Hopefully there aren't like buyouts. Like I don't think there can be buyouts. Like they're in paper, you know. Like and it would I suck if people price this out of playing Moto without like spending egregious amounts of money. And why would you buy out a Moto product to so sell like, it? Yeah, I you guess, buy it like, out, you spike the price, and you sell it to bots right away. Mm-hmm. True, but like I still think like yeah, you have to flip them within a day or two. Bro, like bro, like literally, I could go into my main trades account, rent four. Whole breachers, sell them for like three hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then hope they go down, and then recoup some of my, you know. Yeah, yeah they're true. Go down. They're not gonna go down. They will eventually. It will eventually. It is a rare. One day. Uh, but even like Leovold was stupid expensive for a long time. Yeah, I remember that. I remember Leovold being on Moto just because the the way to get them was either a treasure chest, which I think is like one in five thousand chance of hitting it. Yeah. Because even uh, the red goblin. Uh, Muxus. Oh, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. like a hundred ticks for a while. Oh wow! What okay. is he now? Not as much. He's not even on the top ten. Because Goblin's probably doing that well. But Elves is so Shepard is still doing solid. Yeah, it's not even the top fifty, bro. I don't even know how to spell So yeah, it's not in the top fifty. Yeah, I don't uh, see it. Yeah, because it would pop up. Yeah. So it's less than. Let's look. So it's less than. No, it cannot be. Yeah, because this is showing uh, like up to like. He's searching. Three dollars. There, nope, not. Is it a goblin grenade? Six oh, tickets. Yeah. Wow, six tickets. Okay, so he used to be like a, like eighty tickets, right? He used Damn. to be a ton of tickets. Yeah, look, you can see the spike right there. Yeah. He was so what was he at there. his peak? He was. Do, 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 do. The peak is still behind us. Yeah, so go all the way back, bro. There it is. That's the, the peak. Go back, peak. go back, go back, go back. Uh, There's the peak. Sixty. 59. So about 60 tickets. 60 tickets. Down to 6 tickets. Damn. That is rough. Yeah, I mean, we have better way to get cards into circulation on Moto. Yeah, I mean, I think that's why, like, also Hullbreacher is so expensive is you have to crack Commander Legends. And I've heard nothing but bad things about playing it online. It is like probably can't be that fun. No, I've heard that it's like the games last two and a half hours. The pricing <laughs> is so weird because you get, you, you, if you win, you get, like, something. But then there's also a voting system where they vote whoever the best player is. What? Yeah, instead of like the winner take all, there's two. So there's, someone else gets something. Yeah. Oh, so that sucks. Because out of the four, you vote who you think was the best player or like played the best. Yeah. Dude, yeah. could you imagine playing one game of Magic online and it being two and a half hours? That sounds miserable. Yeah. That is a long time. But so uh, what I also heard is people. A lot of people just did drafted it, drafted the deck, got the whole breachers, sold them, drafted again. Like yeah. he almost farmed the whole breachers. Yeah. Yeah. You don't care about playing. You just drop them. Yeah. Because if yeah. you hit one whole breacher, it probably pays for like five or six more drafts. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Um, wow. 
So let's get this sour taste out of our mouths and let's talk about future products. One being Time Spiral Remastered. We are excited for that new set. Yes, they just spoiled yes. the Lotus Bloom, which is the Buy Box promo, mm-hmm. with original Christopher Rush art, which is sick. So it's the old brown border artifact. Okay. We already know that there's like Chalice and I think Path to Exile and a few other old border cards. But if you guys had a, if, if, if uh, what's his name, uh, Mark Rosewater hit you up, Sydney, David, and said, hey, I want you to tell me one card that you want to see an old border, we're going to do it for you. I want it to be first. What card? I, do you I, I don't want to be. I don't want my card to be taken because I have no. You card. need me to take your card. Away? Yeah, I want Karin to be old. Which card? The the one that plays the Karin great creator. Card. Great creator. Yeah. Ooh, I want him to be, be brown border, so it's like a throwback to the original Karn when he was a golem in an artifact. Silver golem. Yeah. Yeah. That would. Be but sweet. he had the brown border. That'd be yeah, cool. Yeah. 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 So that would be sick. I don't think any of us are going to get that. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Um, um, what about you, David? Yeah, I like that. That's a good catch. Though. Like yeah. the brown border artifacts are just like so hard to beat. Yeah, um, I myself uh, just looking at the decks I play, uh, the one card that kind of like really sticks out and is kind of odd is the one gold card I play, Abrupt Decay. Ooh. And um, I recently shifted into like Grind Station, which plays uh, Pernicious Deed. And it would be sweet for uh, the abrupt decays to match the pernicious yeah, deed. Yeah, he would have cards to match. Yeah, and I just like that, like, dirty green gold darkness on the gold colors in the yeah. old old set. So, if I could, I'd get abrupt decay. Yeah. I like that. I would yeah. I would be down for some old. Because I remember when I first started playing Magic, it was during Mercadia Mask, and Plane Shift came out, and that's when Meddling Mage was that, and I had that weird gold bordering and then like another one I think it was like Cinder Vines these weird gold cards the weird gold border right there yeah the the Elder Gods yeah 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 so it would be nice to have that old throwback of that gold border yeah it like it just looks so good right like it like it almost like blends together whereas now it's just it's literally just gold whereas the other one has just different shades exactly yeah oh so good I'd love that on Abrupt Decay I switch mine out I would too. Well, right. like we already said, like like I like the old OG original printing pack. Pretty pack, much any card pack, that right? comes out in the old border, I'd probably switch yeah. out. But for chalices, I'm going to upgrade my chalices a time far. Hundred percent. Unless they're a million dollars. Yeah. Because then they'll match my lotus petals. True. True. Um, like, damn! Imagine Mox opals. Oh god! They just need I, to reprint every artifact <laughs> in old border. Yeah. Like I mentioned, Chrome Mox. I would in in a heartbeat buy brown border Chrome Moxes. Would look good. LSB, um, what's your card? So I don't actually play this card a lot. I think it would look good though. We did talk about it earlier, uh, and it's also a card that I've said multiple times. Like, how come this one card doesn't get printed a lot, whereas the other two do? Okay. And the card I'm saying is Ponder, right? Like, you always see oh, yeah. Brainstorm being reprinted, Preordain's been reprinted a little bit, but, like, Ponder is never in Master Sets. True. Um, but I also think it'd be cool to have Ponder in Old Border to kind of, like, pair with Brainstorm, right? Because yeah. of the old Brainstorm arts. What, cu- what art would you want on that Ponder? Lorwyn. Okay. Fish tits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Fish tits. <laughs> Uh, Fistics. <laughs> totally yeah. want the Mark Tadeen, um Lorwyn art with old border. It would look so good because like yeah. that art also looks cool. Like I think it would pair well with like the Ice Age Brainstorm. Like they would yeah. look really good. That would be sweet. So I would like to see that. 
But I think we all agreed any planeswalker in general with an old border would look dope. Because I don't yeah. think there's none. They don't exist. No. They're going to do it. They're, they be, have to They do have it. to. If it's never happened, they're going to do it. They're going to do Oko and just Fuck solidify. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> buys all these new Okos and they're going to ban them. Yeah. Yeah, they, they got to sell the product. So that's like their marketing scheme. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, you, we, I know everyone's seen it, but that old border Jace with the old wording. Oh, that one's cool. Yeah. That one is sweet. And like, if they did the old border with old wording, that would be pretty cool too. I would enjoy that a lot. It would be rough. For, it would be really bad for new players. But I think maybe new players would like understand the mechanics of magic enough. Because I don't think, like, new players play Modern Masters. Sure. Sure. Well, on top of that, like, new players will buy the cheaper one, which would be... Chase the Light Sculptor. Like, where it's, it's the templating where it's easier, not the yeah. old one. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I think that would be sick to see. Yeah. It would be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, well, ho- hopefully at least one of our dreams comes true next year when they reprint this shit. Hopefully. Hopefully. So, uh, yeah, kind of half wrap up, but not really, um, let's kind of recap what we liked and did not like about 2020, uh, probably mainly in the magic world, but if you have some personal experiences, go for it. So I primarily did not like the pandemic. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was my favorite part, man. So I'll go ahead and say that I did not like the pandemic at all. No, but realistically, like, I'll, I'll just, I'll keep it simple, right? One thing I liked, one thing I did not like, uh, I hated the fact that we did not get to play Paper Magic this year. Like, yeah. it was crazy, like, yeah. playing Paper Magic had become just, like, going grocery shopping, right? Like, it was, like, part of our lives, every Wednesday, every Thursday, and then every other month, and we'd have, like, a Legacy City Champs. Mm-hmm. We'd all get together, we'd see everyone, we'd play Magic, we'd get dinner before, we'd go get some drinks afterwards, you know, like... It was yeah. almost a ritual, right? Like, every Wednesday, we'd play some Magic. Every Friday night for FNM, sometimes we'd go out for sushi before, play FNM, and then go to, like, Cornish Pasty and get, like, beers and food. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, the City Champs. Like, that was our huge, like, grassroots thing here. Well, not grassroots, right? Because the A-Bong started it. We yeah. took on the torch. But, like, that's the biggest thing, right? Like, to even think it's been, like, nine months since we've played in the Sixth Tournament is, like, kind of hard to, like, wrap your head around. Yeah. You know? It's like, been ten months. 10 months. It's we been played 10 in February months. last. Then we played in March. We had the one City Champs at uh, PGL. Oh, yeah, the very beginning. Yeah. We had a City Champs at Phoenix Gaming Lounge, and then that was it. Yeah. So that's the thing I like the least, is how little we've been able to play Magic. Uh, however, like our legacy community has been pretty solid. We stay in communications via Discord, via Facebook Messenger, and then like we have gathered a couple times uh, responsibly and hung out and played a little bit of Magic, right? But like it's not the same. No, no it's definitely not. Um, the highlight of Magic for me this year was Eternal Weekend, especially for Legacy. The yeah, online Eternal Weekend, so. where we got to hop on Discord and play three different events of Eternal uh, Legacy for the paintings online, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where you get the God account, and you get the God account for like four or five days leading up to it, so you can just play any deck you want. Like That was the highlight, because like, you know, I think there was like, what, 10, 12 of us in Discord hanging out cheering each other on, playing together, just hanging out, like, all day. Like, that reminds me of, like, the old grind of going to a GP and hanging out with the squad and, like, David, you're 5-0. Good job, man. Let's do this. Let's go. Let's go, right? Like, yeah. I mean, like check out the vendors. But, like, 
Eternal Weekend was the the magic highlight for me this year because it felt the closest to what we're used to, right? Yeah, very true. And you got to hang out with the friends for like two straight days back to back, like a whole weekend with the boys. Exactly. Sydney, what about you? A yay and nay. So what I did not like was uh, we had to completely rethink how we live, wearing masks, hand washing, hand sanitizing, and then like tons and tons of people getting sick. You always have that fear that you don't want to get your friends and family sick. And in the healthcare world, just having this huge influx of people getting sick. And because of that, we couldn't play paper magic. So like I was looking forward to playing like events in paper, hanging out with the boys, going on like road trips, and then like having a couple days where we get to just hang out, play magic, get great food, have some drinks, and then just like create new memories. The gathering. The gathering. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> uh, I think the one thing like that, the blessing, the silver lining of this, obviously is like me getting married, but for Magic World, it was more of like starting this cast. So yeah. we were able to like create mm-hmm. our own little community and hopefully like have people listen in Arizona and maybe throughout the United States and the world and like come into our lives and share it with us so that when it finally opens up, maybe we can finally meet some of our listeners or folks that like have joined us like these uh, bi-weekly or every three weeks guests and like uh, we have more stories and memories to like create. I like how deep and like... (laughs) I don't see God damn. these brainstorms fuck these great job and yeah you're right man like you like you really hit a lot of great points and like hopefully we inspired people to stick around with Legacy right? yeah because it's a great format yeah my best David what you got so I honestly was listening to you guys <laughs> not forming my own ideas here but uh so a dislike of 2020 um I guess I have to devote a lot of my free time into rebuilding my house. Yeah, it started in November. Homeless. I became homeless. Uh, that's that's just pretty fun. Uh, a like of it is I'm rebuilding my house. Uh, but uh, for magic wise, yeah, it's the paper events uh, kind of being a miss. Like you said, though, the Eternal Weekend was amazing. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, uh, seeing kind of Ant on a decline was at first a little like hard hitting for me, but now I see it everyone like every single time there's a five o dump from leagues, you see it pop up, and uh, it winning one of these challenges not too long ago, it gives me just hope, hope and whatnot. Like the deck's not dead, is just definitely an uphill climb. And if you kind of go back to my old play style of Doomsday. I always like playing that underdog deck and coming out on top. It gave me a much more feeling of satisfaction. Yeah. So when you said, like, oh, Ant was the t- deck to beat in 2018-2019, I wasn't too, like, keen on to switching onto it because I, myself, as a person, I didn't want to play the S-tier deck. I remember deck. that. I was like, dude, that's, like, the best deck. Why are you still playing Doomsday? Play Ant, play Ant. Yeah, and I'm I was just like, like no. no, I'd rather be the underdog and, like, have the fun of, like, Fuck, I have no way to win this. Take the challenge. Oh my god, I got this card, and now I I win. So, (laughs) there's definitely that light at the end for 2021 that, like, Ant or some kind of variant of Storm will still be around. And, like, 
I'm looking forward to seeing how the deck will evolve and move forward in the meta. So that's your hope for 2021? Yeah, uh, Storm still being uh, that 2%, 3% deck. Uh, when it was up to like 7%, I myself was like, I, I just I don't want to play this as much. But like, <laughs> so I'm winning games left and right that I shouldn't, so might as well keep going. It's so funny, like, I just made the connection, right? Like, so when you played Doomsday, Ant was in the deck. Yeah. And then we started playing Ant, I was like, David, Doomsday's, like, the best deck now. The Thassa's Oracle Doomsday deck is like, oh, fuck that, I don't want to play that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, go back to Doomsday, go back to your roots. Like, nope, nope, it's not nope. the same deck. I'm not playing that. I'm like, wow, okay. I know. David likes magic on hard mode. I love hard mode magic. The one that, like, I need to know my opponent's inside and out, my one and only avenue to victory, That that's what I like much more instead of, like, ha, turn two, got you, ha, turn two, got you. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a different type of magic for me, and, like, seeing it, it won a challenge, it's always in the top five, uh, 5-0 lists, like... I'm happy with that, even though it has the wish clause in there that I'm not too happy with and whatnot. That's why I'm on the grind station myself. But <laughs> you're like, fuck that deck. What is yeah. the worst version of this deck? I'm gonna play it. Exactly, and that's what I'm doing. Um, Max played a lot of grind station. Wonder Plugs played a lot of grind station back in the day, and like, I think that's the direction I'm gonna go. And yeah, I'm just happy the deck's still around and still putting up results. Cool. So, what about you, SB? What are your hopes for 2021? Since we're starting, oh, to hopes here? for 2021. Um, while it might not be realistic, I would hope that at some point this year we get to have a large legacy event. Like, hopefully, the 100K happens or something. Like, yeah. my hopes, my hopes, magic-wise, is that like all of the easy legacy players at some point get to either travel to Vegas or travel to some big event. And play Legacy on a large scale, right? Like, high-stakes high, high stakes Legacy, if you will. And then get to hang out, right? Because, like, yeah, like, the tournament's part of it. But, like, my, uh, the, the, the best part of it is going out to some random restaurant. Or, like, mm-hmm. going out with, like, fit, ten, ten dudes to, like, some cool bar and having drinks or whatever. Like, that is my favorite part. And, like, we did not get that last year. We did. We got a little road trip to San Jose for the Channel Fireball 1K oh, yeah. Yeah. in, what, January? January, yeah. Right. So, and this is the thing, right? Like, a 1K is not a big deal. It was but a 5K, but... It was a 1K. I have no idea. I forgot. I think it was a 1K. None of us surprised, so it doesn't matter. I'm pretty sure it was a 1K. So my, and, like, what was, was impressive to me was, like, it was a 1K, yet we flew out and drove out to this tournament. <laughs> yeah. And there was, like, six or seven of us from Arizona. Yeah, there was a good show. Maybe eight. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and like at the time when I we were going there, I took it for granted. And now, right? yeah, yeah, when oh. you like mentioning it, I'm like, it was a great trip. We had stories, yeah. adventures. No, I mean, yeah, we, definitely. Yeah. yeah, we had that yeah. shitty ass Airbnb, but like it was all worth it. <laughs> Walking to dinner, freezing cold. Yeah, remember we got ice cream at night. We got ice cream tacos in the freezing coldness of oh, yeah. San Jose. We were like, Ooh, let's get some frozen tacos. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I gotta shout out to Hackbert for driving a bunch of the easy guys out there. Yeah. yeah. He Thank did you. Work. For... Shout out to David for flying you. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Like, f- remember that one tournament we went both went like O two and just got really drunk at that sushi place down the street, like. I think it was a Baltimore or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Eternal Extravaganza. Yeah, yeah. and like, those, even though both of us oh, fought instantly, 
That was one of my favorite trips. Look, we're not total losers. We were 03. We didn't give up writing. We were like 03 or 04. Yeah. And like, all right, the writing's on the wall. Let's go get drinks and food. Yeah. And it was a blast. Yeah. And like, I miss that. I miss that a lot. Yeah. I hope that comes back in 2021, uh, right? Yeah, that, definitely. Yeah, so my hope is that uh, as COVID vaccines are starting to roll out, me being a current recipient of it, that it starts like making us with the general public and we can return back to normal. And then we have more magic events and we can start like enjoying those trips. And I hope I don't like take it for granted anymore. Hopefully, yeah. like, yeah, when we go on these trips, I'll just take it all in and enjoy it. Regardless I don't think if we ever will. You don't think we're ever going to take gonna, it for granted? Oh, I think there's sometimes maybe if it becomes like the norm, we just like forget about it. But once we start doing it once a month again yeah. and traveling, uh, oh, I don't think I can make this monthly event. Even there's though, always next month. Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, I got something to do. I can't scrounge up twenty dollars. Yeah. Yeah, or or like that one meme that we read. Like uh, a couple of years from now, you'll put on a jacket. You reach in the pocket. You see a mask, and you're like, "Oh, those funny times as you're reloading your shotgun to fight off the zombies." <laughs> or something. Like, hopefully, it's not too distant yeah, of a memory. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, but for uh, for the future of this cast, we're hoping to bring more guests on. Uh, for, again, bring more like reach out to local AZ players, and hopefully at that point, vaccines rolled out, and we can actually have people in here to join us in our cast. Oh, yeah. yeah, that would be nice. So yeah, I think we're gonna be wrapping it up now. Uh, oh, I thought we were gonna do a shorter cast, but we're at an hour sixteen, so we're right on the ballpark. It's on par for the course. Yeah. So uh, catch you guys for uh, season two, episode two. Uh, <laughs> thanks for joining us for the relaunch of State of Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. The last episode was not the last. We're going to keep doing it. This is Sydney. <laughs> this is Espy. And this is David. Have a good one. Later, Later guys. guys.